The mules are in the corral. Welcome to Mule Talk, and I'm Cindy K. Roberts, your host. This week's guest on Mule Talk is a certified farrier, a highly skilled shoer from Potosi, Missouri. He will be sharing his expertise about the shoeing industry. His name is Kevin King. Kevin, thanks for coming on the show. How long have you been shoeing? Well, I've been shoeing since uh, 98. I went to school with uh, through the BWFA down in Georgia, then with uh, Low Avenue was my mentor for the longest time. Uh, very good shoer, excellent. Um, so okay great so so you did attend like like a school or a university yes I sure did okay and how long was the course did did you have to stay there for a while or well I mentored underneath a guy named Low Abney he was a certified teacher through the BDWFA and I was with him for over a year and then I went from there and I got certified down through Georgia um, through the Ralph Casey program and uh been at it ever since that is fascinating so um do you of course you shoe mules and do you shoe donkeys well we don't shoe as many donkeys because they're so small they don't require the shoes because most people don't ride them but i do tons and tons of trimming of donkeys lots and lots of founders everybody's always foundering their donkeys but yes lots of donkeys and mules and horses alike Wow. Okay. Yeah. Those donkeys, they, they will founder. Um, and of course, anything that goes wrong health wise in a horse, mule or donkey, it'll show up in the hoof. Most definitely. Uh, sometimes they'll give you a warning sign, you know, a fatty neck built up proteins through their necks and through their backs. I mean, their digestive system's a little bit slower than it is on a horse or anything like that. And they're, and they're smaller and everybody, you know, of course, they'd like to treat them as pets and, and, you know, love on them too much and feed them a little bit too much. And, you know, next thing you know, you have a little founder donkey or even your mules. They used to have a uh, old time belief that, you know, mules can't eat too much. They'll never founder. They'll never do nothing. They're just, but that's not true. They'll do this just like a horse or anything else. They'll overeat. They'll build up and they'll founder. Yeah, um, that's that's uh, that's really something because that's a myth that people think that mules won't founder, and of course they will given the right circumstances. Um, tell me, uh, what are what are some of the most challenging things for you to take care of as a shoer? People. Oh wow. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that answer, but you know what? That makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, the biggest thing is is uh, is making sure that you know you do a good job. You stay on a schedule with somebody and, and keep up on them. And and I mean, the, the hardest things is, is is actually the people because there's nothing that we can't fix. Well, not all of us, but some of us. There's nothing we really can't fix, and. Uh, it just takes a program, you know, between the farrier and the owner to be able to do, like, especially like a founder or anything like that. You know, you got to do your part or the vet or the even the vet or the shoer cannot do their part without the owners. They have to do a special program, you know, make sure they don't eat too much, make sure that they stay off the grass and dry a lot 90 percent of their life. Um, and then, you know, their feed is very important. And then, you know, making sure you have the the uh, shoer out to be able to do his job. You know, that that's pretty funny because years ago I was a bartender and in a way I was a therapist to my, my clientele. So would you consider yourself a therapist to your clientele? 
Sometimes. I try not to be, though. <laughs> you, you need extra pay for that, don't you? <laughs> oh, boy. Lots of things needs extra pay, but yes. Okay. Well, uh, Kevin, so, so you work with, with, with the vets and other professionals to make sure that that horse, mule, or donkey is coming back the way you want it to. Yes, most definitely. It takes a team effort. Without the team effort, and you would be surprised at how much of the effort actually takes of the owner to be able to do his job. Because let's say if you don't keep him up and you keep him on the grass, I'm never going to get nowhere. The vet's never going to get nowhere. There's just too much sugars and stuff in the grass. It just it takes the vet. It takes the owner to be able to keep this rolling. Wow, very well said. Um, I know that. working with clientele it can be stressful at times uh, and you're you're hard to get a hold of sometimes you know and i understand that because people need to have you know their their animals done but then again they need to have them on a regular schedule yes yes sometimes it takes me a day or two most likely a couple days to get back with you i mean you get home so late in the evening and, and you know it's by the time you get home, you take your, you clean up, you're ready to go to bed. You don't have time because it's so late in the evening. Um, you know, everybody else is already went ready to go to bed, so you don't want to call and wake them up or anything. So it does take a, a day or two sometimes to be able to get back with me. Um, it's just stay busy. Okay, so are you taking on new clients? I'm always replacing people, so yes. Okay, well... <laughs> All right, so you you are taking on new clients, and uh, because of your skill set and your the demand of your work, you're, uh, it'll take a day or two before you yes. can get back with them. Yes, it takes a few days because I do this for a living, and it's full time. It's Monday through Friday, not the weekends. Weekends for family, you know, things around the farm. But yes, uh, I'm full time, so yeah, I'm all. You would imagine how many animals I can get done in a week's time. So people will call you up. They'll call you up and uh, need some done, but then they'll, they'll, oh, we want to schedule, we want this and that. But then you'll show up one time and you won't see them again for six months to a year until their hoofs are in bad, bad, bad shape, and then you won't see them again. Yeah, that's... It's just over and over with them. Oh, that's that's a shame. Um, so I always thought or believe that it's the responsibility of the horse owner, especially the mule owner, to train that animal and work with them to get them ready to accept the shoer and to be cooperative. And uh, I do encourage people to do that. However, you're finding that they don't always do that. Well, when I first started over 20 years ago, you used to be able to find a lot of people would have pride in their animals who would stand there and behave. They would have pride because of how much work they've put into that mule to make him behave and stand there and be a complete gentleman or whatever. Nowadays, it's totally the opposite that people, you know, just busy. They don't, they don't have the skill, a lot of them anymore, to be able to do that. So they do need to send it out and have it trained or whatever to, and it makes a better ride. If he's good on the ground, he's a better ride in the saddle. Okay, that that makes sense. Now, we went through this this, uh, topic about copper nails versus uh, the regular nails, and we gave it a try. Now, give me your thoughts. Well, the copper nails do with you know other things such as maybe using some copper talks or anything like that they do add an extra layer of protection so they are a little better for like especially if an animal who's more confined who's going to be in a more of a thrushy area or a muddy area the copper nails are awesome for that better 
So yes, they. I mean, they both have their regular nails and their Liberty or so copper nails. They both have their purpose, and uh, it just depends on the situation of the animal. Wow. Okay. Uh, now, Kevin, what kind of advice can you give to to a new horse owner that is uh, looking for a shoer? Ask around. Ask around a lot, for, and uh, that would be my best best is just ask around a lot. If you ask around, you're going to find people who are recommending, who's had a relationship with someone for years because. As a farrier, I hear it all the time that, you know, most people do not do this for a living. So, which if you do not do this living and you have a job somewhere else, which means that, let's say, if I went to work all day, well, I'm actually too tired. I have other things. So, I might just not show up for your appointment. And that's just what happens a lot of times. And plus, you know, if you're not doing it for a living all the time, your skill set's going to be a little bit different than someone who does it professionally. So, my advice is to find someone who does it for a living who is certified or has mentored underneath someone who is very educated and uh and ask around it really is asking around is going to help you a lot you know that that does make sense and and a part of me uh doesn't want to share your contact information with others because i'm afraid i won't be able to get in touch with you but i'm kind of selfish in that regard but what I love about you is you have an excellent skill set. You're honest. You're direct in your speaking, and uh, you're—I mean—you really uh, have a passion for your work. And of course, whenever I ask you to do something, you you do it. Uh, how do you like the brownies that I bake for you? Well, the brownies are always awesome, so that's one good reason why I always will come back. So don't worry about sharing me. <laughs> Okay. And you know, moonshine in, in the wintertime is pretty good too. There's nothing wrong with some good moonshine. Okay. Kevin, I want to thank you for taking the time to be on Mule Talk. And if people want to get in touch with you, how would they do that? Well, uh, the best way is using my cell phone. It's, you know, it's 573-742-9120 or Facebook. Facebook works awesome. It follows me everywhere. So those are the best two ways to get a hold of me. Okay, great. Thank you. We will have you on again. Well, thank you. I'll see you next time. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or a sponsor, send me an email. Cindy, C-I-N-D-Y, at everycowgirlsdream.com. Gotta go. My mule is looking for me.